but thinking about the idea of rest specifically as it pertains to Sabbath. Hey, let's talk about relaxing. Now, I, I've, I've had a lot of thoughts about this, and it kind of stems, let me give you a little bit of background. It stems from the way I was raised. I was raised, obviously, in a strong Christian home, and um, my parents, very, very godly, very just instilled good values in us. And there was a couple of non-negotiables. Like, if we are a Christian family, we follow the faith. It wasn't like a legalistic thing, but it was like, this is what we do, and this isn't really optional. Um, so I was taught, like, what, for example, one of those things, tithing, 10%, bring the first fruits to the storehouse. So we were taught, you tithe 10%, and it was like this joyful thing that we did. It wasn't like an obligation. They had to twist our arm. It was just as automatic. We know every first 10% of our income, whether that's an allowance or chore money, every 10% that first comes in goes straight back to the Lord through the local church. Another example of that is the Sabbath. It was something my dad was super protective of. We always knew that on for us, the day that worked best was Saturday. And so every Saturday was Sabbath. What did that mean? That meant we didn't do any work around the house. We, we didn't have screen time. We shut off any video games or computers. And there was this very like healthy, structured downtime. And so I was driving uh, home from church the other day, and I was thinking about the Sabbath. And part of this, I don't feel like I do excellently, but I feel like that is one thing that as foundationally my parents laid that I have always kept as a cornerstone. Like if there's ever a season where I don't tithe, it's just, I, I feel it, you know, it's like one of those things that I was raised better than that, you know? And so Sabbath is kind of that way. If I'm ever in a season where I feel like I'm working nonstop or things are really busy and I'm not taking that intentional day of rest, uh, then uh, if something feels off. And so I had a couple of quick thoughts and I was going to type them out and post them on an Instagram story, but I decided instead to record this as a podcast. Um, again, not, I'm not going to impose legalism or impose a conviction or a standard on you, uh, but I believe the Bible is clear to honor the Sabbath and keep it holy. Now, let me tell you what the Sabbath is not. The Sabbath is not just a day off to unwind and do whatever you want. That's part of it, but a big key of honoring the Sabbath is to also keep it holy. What does that mean? That means a chunk of the day we're going to spend an ex extra amount of time with the Lord or in the Word, or there's going to be an intentionality here. Maybe that's going to church and there's worship involved in your Sabbath. There's an intentionality in the day of rest. Let me back it up. Really, a Sabbath is one day, one 24-hour period where you are not doing work as usual. Um, and, and this is kind of up for negotiation. I think that some people could justify that to them. If they were to take a Sabbath, they would feel perfectly acceptable doing yard work because that's unwinding, that's relaxing, that's one of those things that is is not my normal work, so I feel like this is something that I can, it's relaxing to be out in the yard. For me, that is not the case. I cannot stand yard work. So to me, a Sabbath, a day of rest, yard work is not included in there. <laughs> cooking is, though. So for some people hate cooking. I like to cook. It's a way I relax. It's a way I unwind. It's a creative outlet for me. And so that is included. So the point of Sabbath is you're taking a day, unplugging from your work as usual. Some people argue that the day has to be a Saturday. I don't think that's true. I think that if, if a Tuesday is your day off and works best for you, if Friday is, Saturday can be good because the kids are out of school and you have time together as a family. That's one of my other key uh, points here. 
I think that Sabbath should include time with family. I think there should be a time as a family that we're enjoying this day. There's this day out of the week that the Lord has given us to rest and rejuvenate. How can we do that together? Not, I'm going to go isolate myself so I can have a successful Sabbath. It's how can we Sabbath together as a family? Uh, a couple quick points that I, I wrote down in my phone as I was thinking about these thoughts rambling, uh, bouncing around in my head. Plan ahead. Think about the Sabbath. The other day, I felt I walked away. It was a it was a Saturday, and I ended the day feeling like wow, that was a really successful Sabbath. And I went through and go, well, how did I execute that? What happened in that Sabbath that maybe has been different than ones in the past that went really well? Well, in this particular day, I planned ahead as far as um, our schedule. I, I blocked off the day. I had some other appointments come up, and I refused to take them. I had some people that wanted to connect, and I refused to do it. And so it was one of those things that I, I protected the day weeks in advance. I knew this was going to be on a Saturday. Sometimes we fluctuate. Sometimes Fridays work better for us, but sometimes it's Saturday. So I'm planning ahead and I'm going, okay, this day of the week is our Sabbath and we're protecting that. Um, another key that, that makes for a successful Sabbath is a couple layers to this, but put your phone on do not disturb. <laughs> Man, there is just so much that it doesn't matter what industry you're in. It doesn't matter what job you have. It doesn't matter your position. Your phone will very quickly derail you from a successful Sabbath. The fact that people can access you 24-7. And I think I like, I like using my phone. I don't feel like that to have a successful Sabbath, I need to completely ignore my phone all day. But I do need to reduce the effect the reduce the amount of incoming distractions. Does that make sense? So if I have my phone and do not disturb, I can still use it, but I control what comes in. So that's a, another quick key to having a successful Sabbath, a day off. You ever have a day off and you didn't feel like it was a day off? You just felt like it got bombarded, it got derailed. Putting your phone and do not disturb will help you end the day going, man, that was a good day off. Uh, do stuff you love. Do stuff that you enjoy that gives you life. You, Sabbath should be nourishing to your soul. Those of us with young kids, this is difficult because the kids don't give you the day off. And they go, okay, Dad, hey, today's Sabbath, so listen, I'm going to go in my room for three hours. I'm going to play quietly. I'll probably put myself down for a nap, and then I'll wake up, and I will just feed myself. No, it's it's work taking care of little kids. But I believe that you can build a Sabbath within this and find little pockets of rest within the normal routine. So be, do stuff you like doing, and, and obviously don't forsake your family and your obligations to them, but fill your day with things you enjoy. Reading a book. What nourishes your soul? Is it, and I would say, based, based on the way my dad raised me, limit screen time. Uh, sometimes screen time, like for me, I've really been into Fortnite lately. I know, I know. I'm 30, 32 years old and I've been playing Fortnite. Uh, for me, I could spend my whole day off playing Fortnite and it would be a good relaxing day, but it would not have been a successful Sabbath because it's not an intentional day of rest. So man, do those things that you love, but also in moderation with some of the entertainment factor stuff. I'm not, I don't have hard and fast rules for this. I'm just kind of sharing some quick things that have, have helped me navigate successful Sabbath. Be around people that give you life. Be around people that uh, fill you up and that when you're done talking to them, you walk away feeling richer and fuller. Uh, ignore the people, like I said, do not disturb, but even just ignore the people and places that suck the life out of you. Um, I already mentioned this, but read a book. And man, do something that is going to nourish your mind and your soul. Rarely does that happen from TV and video games, but a book will nourish you in a way 
that will that is is impossible to get elsewhere. And oftentimes we just don't make time for. Many of us are not spending an hour in the evening reading a book. And so a sab- Sabbath gives you an opportunity to say, I'm going to do things a little differently today. I'm going to carve out a time to read. Uh, and then finally, and I kind of alluded to this, have some extended time with the Lord. The Sabbath is a time for you to really just dial in on rest. And, and I'm not saying that you have to spend eight hours in, in deep prayer and intercession, anything like that. Obviously, that couldn't hurt. But the point of Sabbath is to honor it and keep it holy. And you can keep it holy by acknowledging the Lord. Have some extra time with Him. He obviously wants to spend time with you. He obviously enjoys your company. And so a successful Sabbath, a key to doing that is bake in some extra time, maybe a little bit more than you would normally, because obviously if you're listening to this and you're a Christian, you have a relationship with the Lord and you spend time with Him and spend time in the Word, but build in some extra layers into that, some extra time. Again, none of this is legalistic. In fact, that's all I have, just a few quick thoughts. It's not meant to be a carbon copy like, hey, take this and do this and have a successful Sabbath. You've got to find your rhythm that goes all the way from activities you partake in down to the day of the week that it is. Find what that is and find what's going to work best for you. So there'll probably be some more thoughts on this. I have uh, quite a lot of background in dealing with this. I've not arrived. I'm still very much a work in progress when it comes to successful Sabbathing. I'm still learning a lot, but let me point you in a direction of getting a few more resources. Let me throw some names at you. Robert Morris has a book called Take the Day Off, Incredible Teaching on the Sabbath. And two other books have not read or participated in their teachings, but John Mark Comer and a guy named Jefferson Bethke both have resources that have just come out within the past few weeks at the time of this recording about Sabbath, rest, reducing hurry, reducing stress, and following God's pattern for healthy lifestyle. So again, take a look at that, learn, dive into this. If this podcast is a blessing to you, if you like this, share it, tag me on Instagram at Luke Gajari, subscribe in your favorite podcast app. It would really help me to know that you're listening, that you're enjoying it, that you're getting something out of it. And I hope you've enjoyed this a little bit longer than usual episode of Heyo.